Hello and welcome to The Big Picture. My name is Lewis and I will be your host today. In case you're unfamiliar with what we do here, we take popular media, TV shows, movies, and uh, critically analyze them and pitch a way to make them bigger and better. If you want to get involved, you can uh, follow us over at underscore The Big Picture on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we usually kind of tease what's going to be coming up over there. But before we get to the today's subject, we will introduce our esteemed panel. Coming up first, he was last week's host, Adam. You did a marvellous job. How are you doing today, man? Uh, I'm good, man. Thanks for... I think I did a great job. I'm looking forward to you hosting this week. Are we going to bring the heat? Well, you're putting a lot of pressure on me because the, the feedback was you've done good, so I don't know. Big shoes to fill. Yeah. Now, I don't want to reveal this this week's episode topic just yet, but if there was ever a game made for a man... It was this man. His favourite team <laughs> was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because Pirates. And his parents named him after the monkey in Pirates of the Caribbean. It's Jack. Named after the monkey, even though the movie was out before I was born <laughs> or after I was born or whatever. But I, I, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm, sure that, I'm sure that like my mum and dad have been in cahoots with like, Disney for like quite a few years just to make sure that that was, that was set in stone. But as, as you said... If there ever was an episode for Jack Graham, this is that episode, and I, I cannot wait for the likely ridicule from my, the rest of my panel and yourself throughout the entirety of this. So that'll be fun. It's something about you. You've been groomed to be nothing but a pirate lover. So I'm genuinely looking forward to your uh, critique of this subject. <laughs> but this next esteemed member. Is usually the resident punching bag, but this this week he's the winner of the fan vote. It's your people's champion for the last episode. Reese Cook, how are you doing? I am I'm the one clapping by the way. I am doing it. Lewis, thanks guys, thanks. Lewis, uh, I wonder if you could uh, if you've got the poll in front of you there, reveal who was last place. Uh, unfortunately, so you don't have um, funny yes, the, the, the information you. has been deleted. Okay. <laughs> it was you. Uh, you know, I just distinctly remember it being a toss-up between who would who would vote for. You know, Adam had a choice between you or myself, and uh, he chose you. You know, Adam's views do not re- represent that of the big picture podcast fan base. I tell you what, he is just totally away with the fans. Oh, it feels good to be a champ. You guys, you, you'll get it, you know. <laughs> you know, it was close at first. It looked like there might have been a two-way tie, like a, another tag team going on, but Reese Mans have pulled out of the bag and clearly very excited about it. His first win, I, not a real win, it's a fan vote. I, that's, that's more important, we've already established that. But <laughs> I actually haven't had time to check. Like, I checked, uh, Jack and I were talking about it on Monday, and I haven't checked since, so uh, I was actually coming into this a bit blind, so I, I am actually a bit surprised, so I'm very happy. Thanks for everyone for voting me. Yes, the, and that is your resident people's champion. In case you're wondering what we're talking about here, we release a vote uh, after we've debated the episode where you can decide who else is the winner, not just the one that we pick. Um, and finally, the man who's, well, his pitches are all golden balls, it's Stuart. <laughs> that's me that's me your resident golden balls pitcher um I, d- I don't know what i don't know how i can follow that um that filibuster from reese uh, all i can hope for is uh, the subsequent inquiry 
into all these Twitter bots <laughs> that voted Rebel. at all. <laughs> but, um, going on in big picture podcast. There's something, there's something. But yeah, um, looking forward to today's topic and to you hosting, Lewis. So yeah, bring me that horizon. Yeah, and uh, as we kind of teased with Jack there, we're going to get into this episode's big topic, and that is the video game Sea of Thieves. Now, in case you have no idea what Thieves is, it is, I guess, ironically, an MMORPG in which you play the role of a pirate in a massive open world. You can do various tasks like a pirate would do. And um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's not a deep game. I don't want to go too in-depth with it because I'm sure some of the guys have uh, pitches and things they want to address and talk about the game. And I'm going to go to you first, Jack. Like, as I mentioned before, there's ever a game solely made for one man. It was you. And as soon as this game was announced, the group chat was ablaze by you alone. Every time something was revealed, you were getting there, like, download this game, guys. Pure this game, guys. You were clearly affected by the hype. So my question for you is, how did the hype pan out from what you expected and what you got? Better, better disappointment. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Care to expand, perhaps? <laughs> <laughs> so, way way back when it got announced, I was I've always it's something I've always wanted. There's also there this I can't mind the game. We we spoke about it before. Some pirate game that was on PC and PS2, and that's kind of been the most kind of open world style pirate game you ever got because the Pirates of the Caribbean games have been story driven to the movie. And this was announced and it, it fed you a dream. You're able to go and do like maps and hunt stuff and you can go find treasure. You can go and like tackle other players like ships and that and take their loot and you can cash in and you get the rewards from it. You can go and defeat like pirate lords and whatever. And that was pretty much like the premise. premise of the game was literally just to be a pirate. And I, I was on the kind of insider program thing for it. Or at least one of us was, and they got a beta code, and they got sent amongst the rest of us, and we played the beta. And to be fair, the, the beta, for what it was, it was all right, because it kind of teased you with some stuff, so you can only get up to level five, and there's three factions, or three kind of quest, side quest uh, lobbies you can go to, so you can do the gold hoarders, and you can go, you get given this kind of, parchment type thing that's got a map of where treasure's located or it's got some sort of riddle. You can be like the transporter of goods across the place and you go to an island, you have to take over like X amount of fruit or you have to find something on an island and take it to somewhere else or you can do the the pirate lord ghost hunting and you can go kill pirates. And also it's very limited in the beta of what you could have done. And not that we were upset but we were just kind of like, ah, Hopefully there's more to the game when the game actually releases. So obviously I, I went all in. I went and pre-ordered the game. I got the special <laughs> cosmetics and whatnot. And the game, when it came out, was absolutely no different to the beta. It was utterly, utterly stone-destroying. And I'm pretty sure use well, I say use Lewis, Adam and Stuart, I'm pretty sure redeemed your game pass at that time to get the free month. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure once that free month was over... We all uninstalled the game and I traded it back in. If I remember right, um, Adam, I think you'll you'll help me have a better memory about this than I do. When the One X was announced, it kind of came with the Game Pass, and I think Sea of Thieves was kind of tying in with the 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 One X thing. There, we had a chance to play it. It was just nobody really 
cared that much about it. It wasn't any different from the beta. Now, Adam, last week we had a chance to discuss MMORPGs, and as a host, you didn't really get a chance to pitch anything. So for you, like, since Sea of Thieves kind of tied into that MMORPG kind of genre, kind of some of the stuff we spoke about last episode, was that enough to fix it? Was it a product of over-hype and under-delivery? What's kind of your thoughts and feelings about this game? Uh, I feel like it was released i think they maybe intended and in development perhaps to lean more into the mmo side uh, of the kind of player base but i think then when they released the game i don't know if it was and i don't know but I, I, for me this is my experience of the game is that you encounter one maybe two ships while you're playing you can play for two three hours you get maybe one or two other uh ships and other players uh, and i think maybe they were hoping that it was either going to be a big player base and you were, it was going to be really populated and maybe that was going to make up for the lack of um, story structure. Mm-hmm. Or it was... I, I don't, or maybe they just they didn't have... The, they realised they didn't have the technology or whatever to have this. Or they just, they just, for whatever reason, didn't do it. I think that's the kind of weakness of the game for me is that, for me, a, a game about pirates and exploring the open seas and to give full credit to the game, they're very open. 100%, you can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um problem being there's not that much to do a lot of the places are kind of the same if there was more player if there was more player interaction i think i would be more interested in the game i think that's kind of where they fell down for me i think i have very limited experience with this game and the the most fun i had was being a stupid specifically drunken pirate with my friends Uh, and you kind of touched on it there with them not being a big player base do you think it was probably overhype, or was it Game Pass failed, or was it just it was just never meant to happen? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's a loaded question, but I think we can safely assume that the the game did under deliver. Yeah, um, it definitely it failed. It failed hundred yeah. percent. I think that's why it, it, it brought it brought its story, and then you never got that story. Yeah. Was, Everyone kind of expected some sort of narrative to begin with, and it wasn't there until about six months later. It's hard to recover from stumbling out of the blocks like that. However, there was one man in this this podcast who actually didn't experience Sea of Thieves till well after um, its release, and that was Reese. Now, when we brought this topic up, we made sure that he had no... Uh, view of trailers, no view, no any opinions. So he's free of expectation. Now, Reese, I guess I'll bring you in here. What was your experience versus what uh, both Jack and Adam have kind of elaborated there? That's what I say. Sea of Thieves, best game of all time. Talk yes, the best. <laughs> <game of> all- <laughs> <laughs> Come on, end the podcast, you're Lewis. We don't need to do it uh, Jack, Adam, Stuart and I played the other night um, I think it was Friday night or something, I don't know and uh, honestly I was in tears laughing I was just having the time of my life they were, they were all sweating but well Stuart maybe not, but Adam Adam especially, he was sweating, he was only getting chest I, I had no idea what was going on but he was getting, he got a chest he put it on the boat <laughs> stole the chest and I was like swimming away with the chest and then I ended up in the jail, I can't remember what it's called, but I was in the jail on the boat and they were all chucking water at me and getting drunk and playing their instruments around me and it was just, it was hilarious. But then, Jack, Adam and I played 
last night or the night before and we're, we're somewhat trying to take it seriously and oh, oh my gosh, it's just the dullest, most boring, <laughs> nothing happens, the controls are clunky, it's just, the NPCs are... Yeah, I'm not going to get too much into it because it'll spoil my pitch, but honestly, <laughs> I was bored. Adam was like begging to go off the game by the end of it. It was just, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not enjoyable. And you know, I yeah. did, I wanted to watch the the trailers and that, like you said, but I wasn't, I was not allowed. Kangaroo was told by all his, do not watch it. So yeah, it, it was, you know, even with no hype, it, it failed to live up to the standards set by you guys who do not rate it at all. I think the worst thing about that was that they've they've changed the side quest recently. I never knew this until I played it. So originally, the gold horus quest is what we were doing. So this is where you go and you spend gold to get this kind of treasure map, and you follow the treasure map to get the treasure and cash it in and see if you get rewarded like handsomely or not. Usually, you just get the one map and you one or two maps. You find the chests or whatever, and then you go and cash it in. But it seemed that on this time the the riddle the riddles were ridiculously difficult, and whenever you found something, it would load up this kind of black screen and it'd be chapter two, and you're like, oh, I thought it was over, so you had to do it all again, and then you find you do the same things again, you find your chest or whatever, and then it loads up another black screen, and it's like chapter three, and you have to do it all again. And it holds up a black screen in this final chapter, and you have to do it all again. <laughs> I, I think it's such a it's not a good sign for a game where you you hate the fact that you're having to do the mission. Like, <laughs> you, you don't feel like a really good game is something where you don't want the mission to end. You're enjoying it so much. We were by the fourth by the Jack says the fourth chapter. We were like, oh my! <laughs> the thing was that we got so ticked off by how ridiculously difficult the riddle was. Not even that it was that ridiculously difficult, but what I was wanting to find is so minute on a huge island that it's like, it was near impossible, just by chance that I found it, that it just adds that strain onto the rest of the mission. You just wanted that mission to be over so you could do something else, but you couldn't. You were tied into finishing it. The main point to take from that is that Jack found it, everyone. Jack found it. Well, <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Thank you. Most pirate one of us all. <laughs> So it's been pitched on. We'll bring in our last esteemed member, Stuart. So you recently had a chance to revisit the game with the guys, both at launch and also, you know, as has been said, like over this last week. How is, I don't feel remember your original experience, but how much has it changed? Has it improved? Or is it, as some of the guys have alluded to, just a, a long stream of boring and, and mess? It depends what you want from the game. Uh, I remember when it all started, obviously, right, the hype. I can't stress to the audience how much Jack Graham was hyped <laughs> over this game. All right. Oh, there was daily, to, daily messages. To, there was, there was, there was daily messages. I was, I was on what we, like, this is obviously back 100 years ago before the pandemic when E3 was still a thing. Uh, usually, like, a lot of us would be in our Xbox party and we'd watch the stream live. And as soon as that pirate game was announced, that was all, you know, you could have announced anything after that and jack would not have remembered it that was the game that he that was the experience he took from it i mean well, ladies and gents oh and of course the, that was the year that must have been the year for pirate exclusives because another pirate game was announced that probably to its benefit has not been released because i don't think jack could take the two hits on two no. subpar pirate games 
Oh, I, mean, I wouldn't be here if there was two subpar pirate games. That's it. That's that's the that's the cold hard reality. But I mean, Jack Graham went on a pirate name generator and made us all pick pirate names for this game, and that was then that was then our nicknames for this for the pirate chat. That's what it became. And we are all grown men, and we are all in our twenties. And this is this is the this is the admission. All right, this is what happened. And then you know, as we've all said, the time came. Wait, and... before you go on to that point, Stuart, can I just have a you know we point that yeah, I'm not I'm not a virgin. I didn't have a pirate name. <laughs> so you guys can you can. Jack, you know, don't drive me down right now. Get Reese's pirate name by the end of the show. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yes, I'll get by the end, you've asked for it, I will get you it. Right no, you, tell, you tell us what it is, and we'll refer to it by the whole podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but um, when it's, I mean, when it launched, as Lewis said, it's not a deep game. You know, un, you know, unless you're drowning in the water. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it's, uh, it's not a deep game. Like it's, it's a fun way to pass the time. And I, when it, when, when we all kind of. Um, started playing it on that beta what i liked about it was um was the cross-platform you could play with people on pc because my friends who play pc that don't have a console i was able to finally after years of like not really been able to play any games with them i could play sea of thieves and i thought that was a great concept you know it really opened up the world but yeah as the guys have already said once you finally understand that every mission is basically you know right you've got the map go here, get whatever's buried, take it back, rinse, repeat. And I mean, that is all this game has to offer. It is everything. There is no other variety. Even doesn't matter if it's like a message in a bottle or like a a skull that you have to find. It's all the same. There is no variety. And and those riddles riddles are hard. I I have another confession. And this this is to everyone in this podcast, all right? I have not done a Sea of Thieves mission where I did not have to look up a walkthrough. That is, see, there you go, Jack. I'm sorry. Every mission. I like how Jack's like, what? But he's probably done it too. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but not every mission. Every Jack. Tutorial Stuart had the guide up. Every every time we did a mission, I had to look up a tutorial. Jack, Man, I thought sometimes we were just on fire doing We weren't, Jack. We spent hours doing these bloody missions. I. We've it in lockdown, let's not forget. We, it, we, had, we had nothing else to do and we still had to look up walkthroughs. We spent, I remember I was, I was me, Jack and Adam, and I, no exaggeration, we spent four hours doing this one quest. All right. <laughs> we, didn't finish it. we didn't finish it. We, 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 we left it. We don't know what was buried there. It could have been the Ark of the Covenant for all we know. It could have been the cure for it, like you know whatever pirate COVID. disease was going on. It could, yeah, exactly. Yes. Could, have been, could have been the, the cure for you know, cure for scurvy. <laughs> It could have been that's, anything. That's we lame. have no idea. We could have been no new rum recipe. I mean, if if I recall right, and it would have been the first time I played it with you with you guys. I think it was myself, Jack, Adam, and Stuart, and I was getting very frustrated by the lack of direction the game gives you, which I think is kind of the point, but also just how monotonous everything was. And I would like to point out that. All the complaints you guys have said was my pitch for the last episode, so I'm just saying I would have fixed this game like that. So you know, <laughs> but it, it's just the most fun you get with a game is just go from your friends, lock them up in the cell, and throw it up on them. It really is like that. A that lot, is a lot the, of, the most yeah, fun. A lot of what was the, the fun was made 
when us four played together on Friday night was nothing to do with the game itself. It was just us and what we were making of it. Yeah, it had nothing to do with like what the game was giving you. It's just like we we just managed to make our own fun from it, just like being being daft in that. Like for example, like as you just saying, like it was like stealing the treasure and like running away. Like that's just that's got nothing to do because the game said so. Like we just made that fun. I've no idea how many times Adam fell overboard while we were playing. <laughs> I like the sand the edge. I like the view. But then, like, you're on a, a ship with all three sails, all pointing with the wind. Like, this isn't like you're not in like a drift car. You can slam the handbrake, whip it around, and chase you back down. Like, no, you've got to drop the anchor, turn around, drop the sails, pick it back up again. He's 400 meters away. Man overboard. I, I do have Reese's uh, pirate name, if you'd like me to read it. Yes. Oh, it's all right. We can just Please. skip past that part. That's good. <laughs> it is. And I, I must have used a different name generator to what we had, so I can't find that one. This one's even got a bit of a couple of sentences oh, after oh, it for oh, us. We've got story. We've got a backstory, right? Oh, yeah, here I go. Details. Give me this oh, one. I see it here. See you later. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny Cutthroat Clegg, the terror of Spider Monkey Lake. Johnny be frightening away all the natives on the islands and all the other pirates. He doesn't even get the sea, he gets a lake. He's, he's a lake. He's <laughs> the, <laughs> the worst he's pirate ever. Sail. He's got a galley and he can't even turn it. Cause it's the... <laughs> <laughs> I will cut all your throats. <laughs> Pipe down, Clegg, right? <laughs> right, so... As uh, as previously mentioned, the point of this podcast is to critically analyse, bring something new to the table, and spice it up. So, I'm going to go to the man who's most let down by this game first, Jack. I'm excited to hear what you have to say. Can you give us your pitch? Well, it's something that we've we've spoke about. Well, at least I mentioned six months later with the story. The story itself, obviously, we've complained that the mission that's taken, it can take like four hours just to complete one mission or whatever, and a lot of that was just to us not knowing what to do. But the story itself actually seemed kind of promising and that it, could, it was actually like a good plot with like you're finding some like golden skull type thing and you're going about researching like historical pirates and what that meant in Ireland and whatever. But with the little direction you had in in the missions in the game, you just lose all interest. So my pitch would be like an improvement on the user interface of the game and the assists to the game as well. So anything you do is what they try and the, the game try and makes it feel as if you're trying to have a true pirate experience, but from that it takes away a bit of the fun. So say if you were, we were doing a mission, there's one mission in the story where you have to go and find this telescope but in order to find this telescope you have to read through a book and you have to match all the stories together you wouldn't have known that if you didn't get given the book so like say if there was like a mission log and it said match the stories to the book to find the location of the, the telescope then that gets checked off then the next time it'd be like go and travel to so-and-so island to get this telescope then we use the telescope to look up to the clouds and then it'll be, you had to find like different like shapes in it. Like, so say for example, it's like, it like a Ryan's belt or whatever. If it said in the mission log, find a Ryan's belt in the clouds with the telescope. If there's that some sort of direction, so you kind of half knew what you're actually needing to do, you may have been able to enjoy it more because you would have got through the game quicker. 
I think so that's, that's, part that's of my the, pitch. The part of the the allure of pirates in in our current age, anyway. And I think Assassin's Creed Black Flag kind of nailed this as well. It's like the the mythical history around them. Like there's a genuine uh, interest in who these people were. And I think if you were able to add that to the game, where the story was kind of tying into the the mythos behind pirates. It would probably give it some sort of appeal and interest. Is that kind of what you're getting at here? Yeah, it was as, as I said, the, the story was good, but when they've 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 stripped the game back so much to try and make it that proper pirate experience, it can be hard. Because also, as I said, me, Stuart, and Adam were doing that quest for ages because we had no direction, no clue what we were doing. It's just by chance at some points we were able to get going. If there was some sort of aid and like a mission log, even so you could see what what you've done and what needs to be done next. A lot of times, if you just came back. And you hadn't played it in a couple of months, you could just be like completely lost in what you're needing to do. There's no, there's no aid or narrative to help you on your way. So if there's that sort of thing to do it, it might make it more enjoyable. And it would probably mean Stuart wouldn't have to have Google up on the side as well. We figure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the fact that you would be able to get story, you'd be able to get through the missions quicker. You might, you'd actually be able to experience the story without having to waste four hours on a mission. It, it, it could also be applied to like side quests and that as well like if there was just some sort of narrative and just some sort of better description of the missions you're needing to do rather than just you go and you get you obtain the mission and then that's it you you have to do everything yourself from that point can i just say that i've been worried all week since since we decided this is what we were going to do that everyone was just going to have the same pitch and i feel like everyone's still going to have the same pitch because the game is just so fundamentally flawed that it's just it's so obvious what, what you could do to improve it and i was really hoping lewis would come to me first but you know i just think i won the sport well if, if all the pitches are the same you all have equal opportunity to win <laughs> i'll still lose <laughs> i would jump in and see but jack was pitch I actually quite like Jack's pitch. And main reason is I'm thinking that one franchise that actually did that is Elder Scrolls. Morrowind and Daggerfall, if you've ever played them, the same kind of thing as CFEs. You got very little direction, you got instructions, and then you had to follow everything yourself. Uh, and then what made Oblivion and Skyrim more appealing was that they just gave you a bit of a helping hand. And I think that, I'm just going to say, I quite like that idea. I think that's it's something that's been done successfully before. I think it's something that made the game better. It's something that's probably made the Elder Scrolls and like you could even say same for Fallout and that as well is more enjoyable because it does have that kind of descriptive nature of what needs to be done and what you've achieved before. Because if if they games were stripped back as what Sea of Thieves is, I can tell you right now, I wouldn't enjoy it as much. Yeah, I agree. Well, a game needs to give you direction and purpose and if it doesn't do that, then you're never really going to enjoy it. And I would just like to say that is exactly why I page for MMORPGs. Anyway... You're <laughs> not the people's champion. Get over it. As the people's <laughs> champion, I can say my idea was better. So, uh, <laughs> does that mean I win it? No, I'm not going to argue this point anymore. I'm just going to lose. So, <laughs> we'll go on. Adam, you jumped in there. I'm sure you've got something uh, you'd like to fix with the game, and hopefully it's not the exact same as Jackson. Hopefully this doesn't become the recurring theme that everybody just wants a quote-unquote better game. What is your pitch to save Sea of Thieves? Yeah, my pitch is inspired, and Jack kind of mentioned it. He didn't name the game earlier, uh, but the game that was on PC he's talking about it's called Age of Pirates 2. I actually told him about it um, and showed him like clips of it because I actually watched. I remember watching the guy play it years ago, and I, I like really thought it looked so cool. And uh, never got follow up. It never continued on to the next generation when it was actually a really cool game. And one of the 
things that I want to take from that game is a bit more freedom of choice. That's what I want. I want the factions to have more meaning. I want them to be things like each territory, each island. Like, obviously, certain ones would be, like, free, but would belong to a faction. I kind of want to lean into the MMORPG element and say that when people and I, you played you played Mortal Kombat online, didn't you, Lewis? You know how yes, they work uh, online with the factions. You join yeah. and then things Wild you do it and all that. You kind of build an allegiance to them, yeah. Yeah, and then you like you things you do for like missions you do for them. You know, it kind of builds up overall. So it's almost like it's kind of a big faction war, and then everyone contributes to it by playing online. I kind of like something like that. Obviously, it's obviously not set in a real land, so I put in inverted commas British Navy. Um, because that would obviously be if we're talking traditional pirates, that would be the if you want. I think they should be the game. Yeah, they, they're kind of overarching. Um, you know, things like the Portuguese were always around the Dutch, but they could call them whatever they wanted. It's not important. I just want a couple of different factions, missions for each faction that would actually like affect the world. So things like helping them take a territory, or an island, or with trade. I think it would just give a, a bit more variety to the quests, for a start. It would hopefully bring a better player base in, a bit of rivalry. You'd hopefully encounter more players. also feel like, I don't know why they, they shouldn't just add more NPCs in. I feel like if they were to do this, they would need to add more NPC ships. I think making this more popular, it'd only be a oh good thing. It's a huge map. And I think that's... I feel like you've gone from one bit and you've just started, like, kind of, you've got more and more ideas of stuff that just looks like, oh, NPCs, actually, wait, we could get more ships and you just heard Reese like, sighing in the background. Like, that's <laughs> another pitch to go on. It honestly is. <laughs> Genuinely, I've got just a list of things here and it's just getting ticked off slowly but surely. <laughs> if you come to me last, Lewis, I will not have a pitch. <laughs> planes and Sea of Thieves. <laughs> oh, no planes! <laughs> I'll give out a benefit of the doubt here. I'll, 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 because I'll be the one making the poll because I hand the social media. Will say that his his pitch is factions, and to be fair to him, having NPCs and a common enemy attached to these factions all come under that umbrella. So Adam, I will give you your pitch. Ignore the hairs. Block of the map. I will, I will say though, Adam, that they've added that very, 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 very mostly. So yeah, they add factions, oh, but they yeah. Add the thing is, like. So, how they've got like the gold hoarders and that, so they've got the three different quest models. They've added it. They've added in a different mode so that you can buy like a flag from each yeah. of the three tents, and that gets added to your ship. And there's a different like kind of PVP mode in it now, and the flag you represent is the team you're on going up against the different ships. Yeah. So obviously, that's it's not exactly what you're wanting, but the, yeah, exactly. It's a very yeah. very worse version of that. When I was looking at my pitch when I was doing my research, I didn't see that, and I was I had to, I'd looked it up myself. I wanted to see if it was exactly the same, but I think mine would be more kind of uh, yeah, story oriented. Yeah, more story oriented. I think the PvP element is important, but I think that for me it would drive the story on more because you wouldn't necessarily need other players. You could just take territories, do these quests, these missions, just for your faction, and just you know make them a better faction. Almost a a bit like the way schemes like Mountain Blade works, and that you join a kingdom if you want and then gain territory or lose town you just you're just part of a bigger machine if you want i think that just that's kind of my idea well i think like even like with your idea you could still tie in with the mythos and you could have that common enemy you could have i'm going to work with blackbeard i'm going to work with this one and that one but i think the sea of thieves it relied quite heavily on the multiplayer aspect of it but i think having even like a single player element which you could do if you actually had npcs and that would maybe make people might be more likely to go and try it and then slowly become part of factions and it probably would help with the population of the game so quite like that adam quite like that pitch there thank you thank you no he did he didn't want to go last so in honor of that 
Stuart, how would you like to give us your pitch for Fiction Seeds? <laughs> how do I leave the call? <laughs> Every week I get picked on. I just don't even know why I turn up. Do you know, I'll be, I'll, you know, the man who is all about betrayal, I'm the golden balls guy here. I'm actually going to allow Reese to give his pitch before me because I. I kind of I'm interested to see you, what I'm, I'm, I'm interested to hear what Reese has because funnily enough, as uh, Reese said, uh, my pitch hasn't been said yet, but each pitch that has been said so far has actually been something I had considered like pitching. So if it, if it's okay with the host, I would like Reese to go first. Oh, I mean, putting my heart spot here, like, do I be the bad guy? Shut up, Lewis, it's my turn to talk. <laughs> See, I was actually going to let you do it, but since because you're just going to take that tongue with me, nah. Here's my play. Every player in the game gets this golden ball. Okay. <laughs> I was on your side, please. I was on your side. You've just stolen Stuart's pitch. Come on. It's all I've got. Snatch the lie. Come on. No, okay. Right. No. We'll, we'll concede. We'll concede. Okay. Thanks. Right, well, you know, I've got five things listed here, and at least two of them have been said so far, and I'm feeling they were the main two parts. So you're telling me you had three other options? No, it's, it all kind of ties into one thing. Thanks. A new game. Uh, well, that was Adam's pitch, was it not? Instead of playing Sea of Thieves, just play that other fighting game. I'm not sure, I've forgotten the name of it. Skull and Crossbones coming March 2021. <laughs> right, okay. So I had... You know, improve the story slash quest because they they were very boring and I just got bored of going onto a map, looking at a riddle, digging up a chest and going on. Uh, that was boring. I didn't want to do that. And I also had, you know, get NPC boats, like pirate boats in the sea so that you can, like, take over them and, you know, just, like, fight the pirates, like the NPC pirates and, like, engage with them. I think, to be fair to them, they probably thought that the game was going to be bigger and that there wouldn't be any room in there the sea for NPC pirates but obviously there's not a huge player base certainly when we played the two times that I played we only came across one boat and I managed to get onto it to be fair to me but I did die straight away so not that Jack and Adam were helping they were they were about 200 <laughs> miles away <laughs> did, did Adam fall off the boat that was me that's how I ended up in their boat I did crash the boat later on going for that same ship so <laughs> um so yeah, I think NPC pirates in the sea would, would be a good like if you could like fight them in that, and it gives you something to do that's not the missions because or the quests because they were pretty boring. And you know, Lewis would love improved quests, as we know. That was his pitch last week, guys. If you didn't know, he's, he's not mentioned it yet. Yeah, um, I mean, it's just in case nobody knows. <laughs> last week I pitched it. Um, but I think when you play a game, there's a lot of little things that you do that that the game does that you don't notice. Uh, and I find that Sea of Thieves is just very anal. It's like trying to, I think Lewis alluded to it earlier, that it's trying to give you the true pirate experience. And when you do that, you kind of uh, narrow down your player base. So I think a good way to expand the game and make it more playable for a, a larger audience is adding a variety of things to do, like the NPC pirates and uh, you know, better quests but also making the game mechanics just less clunky. It's just, it was like, if you're swimming at sea, Stuart, Stuart knows how much this really annoyed me. 
when you try to get onto an island, you can't climb on. You have to find a bit of land that evens out. It's just I just couldn't understand it. Your hands should exist for more than <laughs> just holding props. I was so angry at it. I think I went on a rant for about twenty minutes, and I don't want to do it again. But I'm actually feeling myself getting a bit annoyed right now. I couldn't believe it. And uh, also, like Jack was really good at navigating, and he knew where to go and all that. Like oh, head east and all that. And I, that was fine. I just felt like a, a map in the top left, like a wee circle showing you where you're going, showing you what islands are there, you know, that could improve the game. All the, just little things, just improve the game mechanics a little bit, make the game a less less aerial and, you know, improve it by adding in things like better quests and NPC pirates at sea to, to ransack, you know, take on board. I also thought that, you know, improving your character, making them look better, not by, like, buying outfits, but just actually having uh, Adam and Jack will know what I mean here when I say on pro clubs and Lewis, you might have played the the Madden version. The pro clubs, you can they've got different like styles for your guys. You can mm-hmm. design your guy however you want and give them a name and all that. Just little things like that. Just like create a faction. Like I did say, everyone was still my ideas. <laughs> <laughs> um, just improving the game just a little bit. And making it less anal and making it more fun for a larger audience rather than giving the true 100% pirate experience, I thought would be the best way to improve this game in the two the two times that I've played it. And that is my big pitch. I like yes. how Beast was sorry, Lewis. I like how Beast is saying about how you have to go and find the best place to like weigh anchor so that your ship can go onto the island when on Friday somehow Reese managed to wedge the ship onto the dock so much so that when we raised anchor we couldn't move and the ship not not only did we have to scuttle the ship, the ship scuttled itself because it disappeared. It like completely vanished and we were just thrown into the sea. Well I did break the game, yes, I will admit I did do that. But you know, that's the true gaming experience. You guys would have never had that before, so you're welcome. It's not a bug, it's a feature. Exactly. <laughs> so, last but not least, hopefully nobody else has stepped on his toes with his pitch. Stuart, how do you fix Sea of Thieves? Well, like I said, um, each, three pitch, each of the pitches that have uh, been said already something I already contemplated, and uh, I think that kind of speaks to what the game needs. But... I'd say to go with something different. I feel that you're having the best fun with Sea of Thieves when it's super cash. You know, you're having a good time with your pals. It's nothing to do with quests or treasure or trying to figure out what some riddle that honestly no pirate has any knowledge known. All right, it's like something out of like Homer's Odyssey, like in some pirate who's got no basis of education has no idea what a riddle even is. You know, no offense to the. <laughs> pirates out there but you know it's i feel like that's it's best it's a good game at its heart when you're just having lots of fun so my big pitch is nothing is leaving the game as it is just now but adding multiplayer modes so you can do you can do your what you currently have which is you know you have your quote story where you go on these quests to find treasure but you can also go and do multiplayer modes and you know, these multi these multiplayer modes could be like ship combat modes, you know, like 
50 ships versus 50, you know, so you could be on a ship, you could play as the humans versus, I know there's like haunted skeletons, you know, those could be the two teams. And, you know, it could be a bit like Rainbow Six Siege where everyone has a role. As we said, somebody's the navigator, somebody's on weapons, somebody's on sails, you know, somebody's making sure that the ship isn't sinking. Uh, I feel like that could be either a free-for-all or team-based because that would just be chaos and I would love that. Imagine how much fun that would be. A hundred ships, just a full-on war. It just all multiplayer. I think that would be great. And then you could also maybe have like a treasure race. Like it's two ships, two teams, you know, you have to go and find the treasure first to win and you can, you know, I, I feel like even like monster modes, because obviously they've got like the Megalodon and the Kraken, like you could have like a a huge monster map that you have to kill as many monsters as possible. So that's my pitch. I just I would just love like a multiplayer mode because every every pitch that's been said I agree with and it's something that I contemplated. But I was like, what's what do I take most from Sea of Thieves? And to be honest, it's just how much fun you can have with your pals. And I just want to add to that rather than you know do anything with the experience you have now. Uh, so, some of that Stuart is already in the game. Oh, you're kidding. Oh. Jack says that after every pitch, yet for some reason the game was still garbage. Uh, well, he didn't so, say it after my pitch. Take note of that, guys. <laughs> Everyone the the, the thing about your, you know how you were saying like, the, the, the 100 like crew or whatever, it's not as big as that, but it's like 40 or 50 players can be in a, the arena mode and you're part of like, the, the Sea Dogs faction and it's like a 20 minute battle. Of like the amount of time, not not all the stuff you suggested is like in it. So like like the treasure rush thing, for example, but like the kind of the elements of battling like each other's crews and that kind of arena is is there as a separate mode. So why the hell have we not played that? I, I want to play that. I don't want you. You've got to do these <laughs> bloody treasure hunts. I don't want. Why do I do that? I don't so it's, only just, it's, it's only just been that added to be the past. It keeps saying these things have just been added after they so, said this. I'm pretty sure said this they've been added. Is there a sixth person on this call. call that works for Sea of Thieves and they're just stealing our ideas? I mean, every chance. Every so, chance. That's data miner. There's a data miner and they're going in the big picture files. <laughs> <laughs> they're on the group chat just stealing our ideas. Gee whiz. Well, right. anyway, I'll, I'll stand. That's It's multiplayer modes. I feel like LTMs. it's more, it's more than that. LTMs, like... I was actually going to make that comparison <laughs> there because didn't, didn't Fortnite do a kind of I don't know if it's 50-50 I remember playing with Jack yeah, I don't really play Fortnite but it was like two massive teams but even then each team was like a group of four so you could do that with Sea of Thieves where like it's 50 on 50 but everybody's on their own ship of four so yeah yeah there's but a bunch of teams you could add to Sea of Thieves that uh, the rest, there's like, things, there's but... like King of the Hill, there's even like take it from Halo, you know, like capture the flag, all this stuff, you know, like there's so many things you could do with that, with that kind of game, you know, like. And Stuart bullshit. said earlier, oh. the planes. Uh, planes. Planes and Fortnite. I mean, Sea of Thieves, that'd be if good. I take, if I take a Halo mode, can we get Griff Ball? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've got the skull. They've got the skulls to carry. And here's the thing, you know what? I'm going to add this purely for to get Adam's vote. All right, limited time only treasure planet game modes oh all right <laughs> i have a feeling who i'm voting for i was gonna vote for you sure but now i'm voting for someone else lewis maybe. Is, it, is it yourself <laughs> lewis is, you're gonna vote for lewis's pitch last week <laughs> well it's been brought up enough times 
I mean, I bet at this point, you know, the host probably could pitch. I'm not going to because that's unfair. I think what's painful, most painful about this game is that we've all identified just how much potential it had. And it just it just didn't quite live up to that. And I think maybe it was a product of overhype, but hopefully, um, hopefully they maybe listen to this podcast. I'm, I'm gonna be like trying to speak to the developers, give them a DM. I don't but, even think. Sorry to jump in. Listen, I don't, I don't even think it's all. I don't think it's all on them. Like, because obviously developers rare. They've made great games. Like Rare's a, a tried and tre- tried and tested game studio, and you know they have made good games. I think another thing that Sea of Thieves had going against it was the lack of exclusives that Xbox had this generation. We all know that they have been really poor with the uh, exclusives, and the fact that this was heralded as one of this one of the great um, exclusives that was coming and I think that was also the hype that led up to it. I think also Xbox let them down. I feel like if we had great exclusives last generation it would have been a nice palette cleanser. You know how like Fall Guys on currently on PlayStation is what like a, a little palette. Is, uh, we, we don't know. Reese is the only one. Well, Lewis oh, has a PlayStation as well. Yeah, but like, it's but even if it wasn't for Fall Guys yeah, there you go. You guys we'll, can play we'll, together. We'll play Fall Guys together. Oh, I'll put up and down like that. <laughs> But, you know, like, Xbox didn't have anything substantial to be, you know, to add Sea of Thieves to a lineup. Instead, Sea of Thieves was the lineup. And I feel like that was also stopping the game from reaching true potential because I feel like Xbox were really pushing it because it was all they had to push. Well, even, like, just pure console sales, there just isn't enough fans to spread out over on Xbox to get them to go over to Game Pass, specifically Sea of Thieves, especially with something like Game Pass. There's a lot of games just being added to it. But, I mean, as you said, Xbox have just struggled this generation with exclusives. And while PS4 had No Man's Sky as a timed exclusive, they even ran to that sort of issue where it still just there wasn't enough draw to go into those games. I think that's maybe the fact that we're... There's still, I don't know, I want to, I don't want to say stigma because it is rare. They're not like a small studio, but there is an uh, an indie element to these games. I think that's maybe pull a lot of people off. But you've heard the pitches. Uh, I'll try and summarize them. Jack, correct me if I'm wrong, but you pitched a improved quest system <clears throat> and uh, a, a better story, or at least kind of rekindling that story. Yeah. Adam, you then pitched a faction system, which would massively overhaul the game, uh, as well as NPCs. Yeah. Reese, I actually don't know what you pitched, man. Yeah, great. No, I think I'm like I do get sabotaged. I put out last time. <laughs> Just uh, make the game less idle and make it more playable for a wider fan base by adding, just fixing game mechanics and adding in little things right, an improved game mechanic scheme kind of touched on jack there and then Stuart as well i forgot what you pitched on as well I'm going to have to oh my god golden balls nah, i was oh, i was nah. gonna i was gonna write that joke but i think the joke kind of took over from what you were saying multiplayer modes just like right. lots of varied multiplayer modes ltms right okay stop calling it that that sounds weird but it's a, it's a better way of it is, it. ltms uh, you can blame fortnite for that up the Fortnite. So, you guys have heard the pitches. If you could send me in your votes, uh, we shall tally them up. And while you're doing that, I would just like to plug again that 
we will be doing a fan vote for this. We do them from all of them. Uh, I will promise to have them properly figured out and shortened appropriately for Twitter. Uh, head over to at underscore the big picture in which you can vote and decide who you think did best uh, fixing Sea of Thieves. I want to pitch a question to you guys as well. Sea of Thieves. See before you do that, Lewis, I just want to say that I actually really struggled picking who I picked this week because I was torn between what I would enjoy more versus what would actually make the game better. And um, I thought everyone had a really good pitch this week, especially Jack, who I didn't vote for, who had a really good pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I voted for you. Potential. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting no votes. No, yeah, it's because yours tied into mine, that's why I voted for it. I thought yeah. if they two combined, it'd be good, but I... Lewis, I'm going to send you a new vote here. Right, okay. Right, so coming in last place is Adam with zero votes. Oh, karma's a bit. (laughs) (laughs) This is like Game of Thrones, man. This is just backstabbing. You picked last week. We get it. Everyone picked something last week, Stuart. God's sake. Coven in tied second, I guess, is Jack and Reese tied one vote apiece. Which means your winner this week with two votes is Stuart. Thank you, thank you, thank you. No applause from me. (laughs) Do you know why? Because I did not try to play any voting any games or anything like that. I was not, you know, feeding hate i was let i let reese go i was a nice polite dark horse in this race and that is why sea of thieves holds a very special place in my heart Stuart, do you think a good ltm would be like golden balls you, you, every time you say that it's like a, it's like a sandwich all right you, I, what do you mean what I, like, like blt yeah really blt <laughs> that's that's what? honestly the first, i don't know what's wrong with me but see when jack was talking earlier about the like orion's belt all i could think i had a genuine question and then i get sidetracked by myself thinking what movie's that been and i was like men in black that's it like orion's belt and then i missed completely what somebody else said <laughs> so yes your your clueless winner is me <laughs> Let's get this. Yeah, that's all I want. Stuart, I know how it feels to be this happy when everyone votes for you. It's great, isn't it? Don't, don't speak to me. <laughs> right. I mean, clearly this topic is setting the boys off. But let everybody know you can follow us again on Instagram and Twitter at underscore the big picture. You can find us on all your major podcasting stations, Spotify, google youtube itunes all of them make sure to give us a review comment we love the feedback i would like to thank the guys for some of their excellent pitches all you're yourselves welcome give yourself a pat on the back a good, good clap and round of applause for you all listening and we really appreciate the support and uh hopefully i don't know maybe we'll have a a less tight vote for People's champ- actually, you know what? I quite like the title of people champion because we we debate these. Oh, we send them back and forth the group chat to see who's winning. Anyway, thank you for listening. Good night and good luck. <laughs>